Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Rachel Hensley. Rachel is the Director of PR and Communications at Shippo. In this episode, we talk about storytelling to Main Street, what internal brand means, and how elements of internal communications can be leveraged for external use, and vice versa. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Brian. Rachel Hensley is the Director of PR and Communications at Shippo, where she oversees the company's internal and external communication strategies, including PR, content, and social media. After a brief false start in sports PR, she found her footing in tech and has spent more than a decade driving PR programs for SaaS and e-commerce companies, both in-house at brands like Big Commerce and Bizarre Voice and at boutique PR agencies. She has a degree in public relations from the University of Texas and lives in Austin, with her husband and their three fur children. Rachel, this was an incredibly good bio. Thank you for for that. Oh, well, thank you. After uh, more than a decade writing them for other people, hopefully I can write myself one that doesn't sound terrible. You should be very proud of your accomplishments today. (laughs) I'm grateful to you for your time. For those that aren't familiar, what is Shippa? Yeah, so there's two ways to kind of think about it. If I were talking to someone who had a really solid understanding of technology, I might say that we're a web dashboard, we're an API, we serve as a shipping layer to support all necessary shipping operations for e-commerce businesses. But realistically, I'm hardly ever talking to a technology or shipping expert. I'm usually talking to a reporter who has a broad understanding of tech or an audience, um, their audience, who's a merchant, none of which are shipping experts. So to them, I describe Shippo as an e-commerce shipping platform. Our focus is to lower the barriers of shipping for global businesses and to give merchants access to shipping at scale. So what that means is we build connections between an e-commerce merchant, so a retailer that you and I are familiar with, their online e-commerce platform. So think like Shopify, Big Commerce, Etsy, and the shipping carriers, which is you know the USPS, UPS, FedEx that we're all familiar with. And we give those merchants access to all the tools they would need to ship a product successfully. So the label printing, the insurance, the product tracking. And we also offer special rates with our carriers so that they can compete in shipping more effectively. So shipping is behind the scenes, but delivery of the product is what can make or break the relationship in many ways between the retailer and the customer. I watch probably more TV than I should. UPS and their commercials has leaned into global logistics in their messaging, for example, but the SMB use case is different than global logistics. How are you telling the story to Main Street and retailers that aren't doing this type of massive shipping volume? Yeah, you're exactly right, Brian. Behind the scenes, there are dozens of hands that touch a product between when you as a shopper hit the buy button on a website and when the package shows up at your doorsteps. But as a consumer, we're we only see it from the perspective of the brand experience. Like we hit the button and we want it at our door. We have no concept of all the things that are happening between, between point A and point B. But the reality is, thanks to Amazon, consumers buying expectations have changed. Today, we all want 
fast shipping. We want free shipping. We don't care that it's going through six businesses to get to us. And we actually did a recent survey and found that 33% of consumers will only buy online when free shipping is available. So up from 25%. So like we want free, we want it also to happen fast, but meeting those expectations for consumers is a huge challenge, regardless of whether you're a Target or a Walmart or a tiny mom and pop shop. Majority of brands are those mom and pop shops and SMBs, and they just don't have the resources to compete with Amazon or those big retailers. So at Shippo, you know, broadly, we say that we're leveling the playing field by building a shipping platform for the 21st century. And a lot of that messaging is focused on helping SMBs compete in this current climate of consumer expectations. So the way that we're telling the story doesn't change. No matter who your audience and PR is, like my goal as a PR practitioner is to tell a story that resonates with my audience. And I'll say also as a PR person, like, you know, we track a lot of vanity metrics. You know, we want to drive X number of articles in key outlets and we have this specific story we want to tell, but that's not in alignment with what our reporters and their readers always care about. So I, instead of treating PR as like this coverage engine, I try to think of it as a resource, an educational resource. So how are the things that my company wants to talk about aligning with the things that you, whether you're a reporter or a customer want to learn. And sometimes that means that my best opportunities have absolutely nothing to do with our company other than our spokesperson's the one talking about it. And it allows us to find this connection point to our target reporter, which is equally as important as finding the key message for our customer base. You just touched on this a little bit, but a lot of your job is connecting the dots for potential and current customers. What are the dots that need the most connecting? Are there some eureka moments that you're able to unlock in your message? And can you point to a specific example um, that you might be telling a story for your customer base? So to go back to your original point, we treat all press opportunities as a way to share information, not about Shippo as a company, but about our expertise on the shipping industry, because our customers are not shipping experts. We are. And the best way to build that relationship is to make them see that Shippo and our product is more than that, more than just a product. We are an expert that can help guide them along the process. So all of our messaging ties back to how are we helping guide our merchants and communicate messages to them that help them be smarter in the work that they're doing. So I'll give you one quick example, because I think that that helps kind of crystallize things in in people's minds. So in the shipping industry, we're in what we call peak season right now, which is the holiday. It's the busiest time of year for most retailers. And thanks to COVID and all of the after effects that have come through that, it's an even more chaotic time right now um, in terms of the supply chain and all the the delays and issues that are happening. Like I'm sure you've even seen, you know, if you watch Good Morning America or the Today Show, like supply chain, which no one cares about is coming up in daily conversation. And as a result, small businesses are panicked because 
this year can make or break their business and they don't have the resources of Amazon or big box retailers to navigate around those challenges. So instead, we use our expertise to to help them understand how they can make the most of the situation that they're in. And we provide a lot of guidance, not about what Shippo does, but about the things that they need to think about as retailers to help them get through what is normally a very stressful holiday season. So you have retail partners on Shopify. You have retail partners on Etsy. There are other platforms, of course. When you're telling customer success stories, are you thinking about customers on a specific platform and how that story might resonate on that channel? Or is the SMB retailer story universal enough that being on Shopify or Etsy doesn't really matter? Yeah. So of course, there are some messages that are universal, like the complexity of shipping, but some messages are really specific. And so we aim to find a balance between the two, both targeting that broad swath of of merchants, no matter what platform or what audience they are in, um, but also getting a little more granular to target their individual needs based on platforms or specific issues. Where we kind of center all of our messaging is around this idea that our CEO likes to talk about, which is you want to provide a painkiller, not a vitamin. So addressing core pain points, whether that is core to just shipping in general or core to uh, a merchant on a specific platform using a specific tool. And we go about that through different channels. So from a PR perspective, we're talking broadly, you know, what is the thing that will hit the most number of people, but then we use our other content channels like our blog and other owned resources to dive into the nuance about how shipping changes or how different um, pain points change when you are on a different shipping platform or a different e-commerce platform. Part of your remit at Shippo includes internal brand. Can you define what that means? Because it's different from internal communications or employee experience. Are there content formats or channel strategies that you've implemented to build an internal brand? I'll be honest, the internal brand is a new area for us and and one that we're still trying to figure out what makes the most sense for us at Shippo, but it's rooted in two core things. One, keeping our employees informed about what's happening within the company, but then also helping to communicate a sense of purpose around our corporate brand promise. A lot of studies show that when people care about and believe in a brand, they're more motivated to work harder and stay longer. So if we can really give them a sense of ownership around our brand, then we are likely to have more retention within the workplace. And also we have more advocates that can help talk about Shippo externally. But in, in terms of the content channels, that piece we are, are really working to still figure out, but it's being done in really close collaboration with our HR team because without HR, internal brand could not be successful on the comm side. You touched on this just a second ago, this sort of internal external dynamic employee advocacy being a really interesting example of that. I'll get you out on this question. Are, are there ways that internal brands in your opinion, can be best leveraged externally? Yeah. So the reality is that your 
external audience is as much your employees as it is your potential customers. I was actually listening to one of your earlier podcasts and um, one of your guests had commented that whenever you are putting out a piece of content, you need to think about how your, your internal audience is going to receive that content. But the same is true in reverse. Whether or not your employee is an approved spokesperson for the brand, they are a representation of your company. And it's critical that there's this sense of continuity between how your employee base perceives your brand and how they share it across with others. So while the outputs are perhaps different and you might not be sharing internal brand content in an external way, there has to be alignment in the way that you are talking and presenting that information because inevitably, whatever you're sharing internally is going to make its way out into the world. And you want the way that it's shared and communicated to be as accurate as possible. I'm joined today by Rachel Hensley of Shippo. Rachel, thanks so much for all your time and your wisdom today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Brian.